temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. It is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours, helping you get over the hump day. It is a Hawkman hump day. I am Dan Day, and we're not going to be hearing from Hawkman today, even though it is his day, because he's taking a little vacation to get over the hump, but it's okay. We're still going to have the Hawkman and Crowder show. It's just going to be hosted by Alex Dono along with Channing Crowder. That's on the way. Also got Joe Rose talking football with Kevin Carter and the Dan Lebitard Show. They join up with Ramona Shelbourne. But right now, let's join up with some headlines. In wake of placing Xavier Howard on the IR, Miami has signed cornerback Xavier Carter off waivers. Dolphins-Jets, Sunday, 1 o'clock at Hard Rock Stadium. Tyler Hero last night had the most points for a Heat rookie since Dwayne Wade with 29 in the team's victory. Over Atlanta, 112-97, the two play again tomorrow at 7. Game 7 of the World Series between Houston and D.C. is tonight at 8. Jaron Williams has been named the Canes starting QB for their game against Florida State in Tallahassee Saturday at 3.30. The Panthers take on one of the NHL's best, the Avalanche, tonight at 10 p.m. Listen to it here on 560, the Joe WQAM. Seattle advanced to the MLS Cup Finals last night, upsetting LAFC, 3-1. They will face the winner of tonight's match between Atlanta United and Toronto FC. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> a group of raccoons recently took shelter from a storm in the Arkansas State University Library. Officials say it's the most an Arkansas library has been used in years. Hey, hey, it's okay. I'm originally from Louisiana and I have family in Arkansas. California Middle School accidentally printed a sex hotline number on student ID cards. Coolest school ever. Recently in Germany, cannabis cake was served at a funeral reception. Don't get down, get high. Now on to weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast, partly cloudy with temperatures around 80. Win a brand new $45,000 Mercedes-Benz at Hylia Park Casino. Get free entry every Saturday and earn more entries playing slots every day now through November 30th. Grand prize giveaway Saturday, November 30th. It is football season. And if you're like me, you're high on some football. So is the Joe Rose Show. Remember, Joe Rose caught Dan Marino's first touchdown as a professional. He's still talking football to this day until the day he dies. Earlier, caught up with CBS's Kevin Carter. What'd they talk about? Dolphin QB Bowl. Does LSU match up with Alabama? And everyone, hi on Chase Young. We can get uh, Kevin Carter from CBS going to join us right now. Kevin, uh, good morning. Thanks for joining us. And we are, I know that we're kind of a week away from it also, but people are still talking or are starting to talk about LSU and Alabama coming up here soon. It's going to be kind of the Dolphin quarterback bowl, I guess you could say, down here as well. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to the show. But, yeah, that's what we're talking about also, the quarterback bowl coming up soon. 
Man, you know what? You you're, you got me thrown off. You're, you're talking about Anthony's coal fired pizza and those wings, and I you you, and you got my mind back now. You totally got me. I forgot that you know what was down here. You know that. what, yeah. Kevin? The food messes us all up down here, man. How you been, Kevin? How you doing? <laughs> man, I'm doing great. I have no real problems. Um, life is is just really really good. I've actually moved. Um, I'm actually living in Tampa half the year, and I'm up here also at, right outside of New York City, so I can do CBS Sports. Got a kid. My son is a freshman tight end at Dartmouth University and Dartmouth College. He's an Ivy League kid. Couldn't be happier. Thankful for for a good life and healthy. Everybody's happy. Boy, that's so, great. Everything is good in my life. Kevin, I got to tell you, we do miss you down here, man, and really enjoyed having you around. It was uh, it was fun. It was uh, it was really good stuff down here. And by the way, man, I mean, a former first round pick, you're you're a Gator, so you're always welcome down here. Where, as you know, a lot of Gator fans down here, and a hundred freaking oh, sacks, yeah. man. That's uh, that's a lot of sacks. You know what? I, I I was blessed to have a really long, lengthy, great career. Um, was was thankful for the opportunity to come back to the state of Florida. Um, you know, I people talk about, oh, you know, the next urban experiment and this and that and, you know, and oh, and this and that. And I, you know what? I'm thankful to have, to have put on that uniform. I, that's one of the, that's one of the high points of my career. Basically coming home to my home state and, and playing in front of those fans and putting on that uniform was, was a wonderful thing. So, but yeah. quarterback ball, quarterback ball, right? <laughs> yeah. So, 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 so you guys are just glossing over this week's college football action. Right, right. Georgia, Florida this <laughs> weekend, big this deal. Weekend. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay. We got the quarterback poll maybe coming we'll up. Circle, maybe we'll circle back to the to the to the largest uh, greatest outdoor cocktail party, which I still call it. I'm sorry, you that's, have to call that, Kevin. I, I'm glad you said that because yeah. that's on my notes, and I know it's something else now. But it always to me, as a get, going to the University of Florida, I remember teachers used to give us a day off of school early just to get up there, and if you brought your ticket yes. back, that was your excused absence. Some of my teachers would really yes. do that, and I loved it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, look, that's a historic game. Really enjoyed playing in it. You know, all four years, it was just a wonderful, wonderful time. Um, you know, I, I was successful in that game under Spurrier. We won three out of four SEC titles, you know, when I was in school. So that's a, a huge, huge thing, but such a, a, a monumental, one of those college football staples that's um, that's there. But speaking of staples, okay, this LSU-Alabama matchup, to me, you guys tell me if I'm wrong, and I know people are going to disagree, and Alabama fans aren't going to like this, but if you're Alabama right now, you don't match up with LSU the same way that you did in the past. Um, now, these two teams look completely different than what they've been historically, but the difference has always been Alabama's ability to score points and have, you know, even even a game-managing quarterback, but adequate quarterback that could make use of all those, you know, the Amari Coopers, the Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley's. There's always been someone that could get the ball to those five-star, you know, receivers and, and, and people within their offense. LSU typically hasn't had that in their offense. They've always been the most impressive team that gets off the bus. And they're going to match up with you, you know, in the trench. They're going to have, you know, they got the Odell Beckhams and the Jarvis Landrys and the one-on-one guys. But they've had no one to get the ball to them. Well, now all of that has changed. Okay, Joe Brady has bought has brought in type of offense that accentuates what this team can do well, and Joe Burrow is bringing it to fruition, and he's doing it with confidence. Okay, he is throwing guys open, he's throwing in and and tight windows, as Coach Houston not refers to every day on every weekend. He's throwing the ball in the tight windows with you know contested passes, and his timing is incredible. He sees everything. 
you know, after after basically going out and and having such success against one of the best defenses in the country in, in Florida. I know Florida was down two of its, you know, two of its best defenders in Jabari Zaniga and Jonathan Gennard. Still, to go out and hang 42 and 500 total yards on them was impressive. Okay, the next weekend we saw them play Mississippi State, and Mississippi State said, "You know what? We we have nothing to lose, so we're going to we're going to throw the kitchen sink at you. We're going to crowd the line of scrimmage. We're going to go with a solid look. We're going to match up on the outside with your receivers. We're going to throw off their timing, and we're going to bring the house to you. We're going to stop the run, and we're going to bring pressure every time, every." down well they sacked into joe burrow three times that game they got some hits on him but halftime adjustments joe brady joe burrow they adjust and to see them come out and to see joe burrow knowing that they were bringing pressure calling the protection in order to pick it up and moving in the pocket buying himself part time allowing his receivers to adjust their routes and get open and deliver the football downfield was impressive. They only rushed for about 85 yards that game against Mississippi State because, like I said, Mississippi State had sold out to stop them, but they found a way to win. The great teams, when you take away what they do best, find a way to win despite that. I have not seen Alabama get something taken away from them. Losing Tua is huge, but they haven't faced anyone that's going to put the kind of pressure on them to score points, not having him back at quarterback. You know, Mac Jones did a great job filling in, but what I wanted to see, what I would have liked to have seen in a game versus a quote-unquote lesser opponent, is I would have liked to have seen if Najee Harris and Brian Robinson can win a game for you. Can your offensive line win a game for you? And your defense, and I know, that, but this is not your average Crimson Tide defense. I mean, this this defense, you know, has, has had the burden of having an offense that may score too quickly at times and puts them in bad situations, and they're not a veteran defense, a lot of young players playing on that side of the ball. But when you have that, you know, the numbers for them, this Alabama defense is in the middle of the pack in terms of total defense numbers in the SEC. So that's a concern. The biggest games that we've seen, and we've seen LSU be tested. That's the thing that really gets me. They're battle-tested. Bama really is not. Um, so I, I, right now, the best quarterback in the country is Joe Burrow. And the best team in the country is LSU because I've seen them be tested. They've passed every test with, with flying colors. And Bama ain't played nobody. That's the quarterback ball. No, listen, man, and, and you're right. And those are two names that we talk about uh, a lot, and Joe Burrow and, of course, two of Have you seen Chase Young play at Ohio State? Speaking yes. of defensive ends that can play. Man, he is roaring off the edge. You know, it, it's, it's not often – that you see a player that young with that high of, of a very very specific football IQ. Pass rush is such an art form, and it's, it's something that technically, it's like boxing. It's like positioning your feet, knowing what to look for. But to have the game slow down as much as it has for him, when he gets to the mesh point of where he makes contact with the offensive tackle, the offensive tackles that he's facing are really in a precarious because he is running at you at, two, at 6'5", 265 pounds. He's running at them full speed to that mesh point and daring them to try and put their hands up and block him because he is so good to wax on, wax off, leverage, long arm, full mm-hmm. rip. I mean, and he does it. Like it, he does it like he like he has a little you know TiVo in his head and he can see where the guy's <laughs> hands are going to come up. I understand this because you talk about oh Kevin you got over a hundred sacks. That's a skill that I developed when I got to the NFL. 
and I, and I, and I get that, you know, the, the evolution of coaching and teaching players and guys are passing down secrets and whatever, but just to see how, how well he has grasped the concept of taking and removing an offensive lineman's levers from your body. Chase Young, man, he, yeah. he's way up there on everyone's draft board because he's just so evolved as a player. Man, that's a great way to finish it. The great teaser with the Miami Dolphins having all those draft picks. Kevin, thank you so much for coming on, man. We got to talk to you more when you're not on the CBS tour. We got to get you back. Thank you, Kevin. Nice talking to you. All right. Joe Rose Show gets your morning going better than any cup of Joe ever could. 6 to 10 a.m. right here on 560 The Joe. Of course, you can download the podcast for that show or any of the shows that you hear on this radio station, including the one you're listening to right now, wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, for free at the radio.com app, or for free on our website, wqam.com. Up next, the Dan Levitard Show. They're catching up with Ramona Shelbourne. She's out on the West Coast, going to let us know how the L.A. fires and everything else is going out there. It's the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the last 24 hours. Got to give a big birthday shout-out to Nastia Lukin. Whoo! What a very, let's just say, talented gymnast she was and still is. She's got some serious skills. I'm Dan Day. I got some skills on Twitter. Give me a follow at Dan Day Radio. Speaking of Dan's, Dan's the man. Dan Levitard show. They caught up with Ramona Shelbourne. She's out on the left coast talking about those L.A. fires and how it's affecting some of its professional athletes, along with A.D. going off and the chemistry he has with LeBron. Uh, Ramona, let's start with some uh, human stuff, not even sports. How are you? How's your neighborhood? How's the rest of L.A. with the fires going on? Yes, smoky and windy. It's howling out here. Um, But I have to say, like, I've lived here all my life and, like, the one thing that, like, nobody gets is, like, how good the damn firefighters are at their jobs. Like, these guys are, like, precision. Like, they can just make the fire do what they want it to do. And they're so good at it. And it's, like, you just, I don't know. There's a part of me that's, like, nobody can pay these guys enough money for what they do. I have a question about yep. that, though, Momo. In terms of how the humans move around, you know, you're, you're a new mom. And there's different things that happen in neighborhoods yeah. in terms of facilities and all that. What's this like in terms of how everybody just moves in schools and buses and all that just to keep people Ooh. safe from the air and all, all sorts of things like that? Yeah, it's amazing because it's like you, you don't realize how disruptive it is when, like, one piece of the social chain, like, you know, breaks apart, right? This isn't, like, one piece. This is, like... Like, everything starts falling apart, right? Like, people don't go to schools, and then they the traffic is all different, and people aren't living in their houses, and they're all displaced, and it's like, people are just kind of on edge, right? But um, I, I think they're just, like, on edge on, in general, because it's, like, it's very, like, un- destabilizing to think that there's so much that you just can't control. I'm sure, like, everybody living in Miami has that feeling with hurricanes, right? And usually we feel that with earthquakes out here in Los Angeles, right? But... Um, th- this has just been uh, like my, we, I've I've lived here literally my whole life, and like the last couple of years have just been incredible fire seasons, comparatively right. speaking. And it's it's like yeah, it's intense. And I think like you know we've seen like last night we were asking LeBron James and Anthony Davis about evacuating, right? Like these guys are new in town; they've never experienced what this is like. And like you have to pack up your family and like move to a hotel for a week, but. The one that I just keep coming back to this, like, the firefighters are so good at what they do. Like, it's it's just precision. And the fact that they even get these fires out at all is amazing, let alone, like, save all the houses that are in their way. They're, they're, they're awesome. 
It's Sarah Spain, Clinton Yates. We're filling in for Dan and Stu. Stu is uh, working on his uh, unwritten uh, record book, and uh, Dan is eating. <laughs> We're talking to Ramona Shelburne. Uh, Ramona, so I know LeBron gave a bunch of tacos and yeah. stuff to the first responders, and we heard news that his neighborhood was affected by this. Are, do you have yeah. any idea how many of the Lakers and Clippers are currently rehoused somewhere in a hotel or otherwise? Well, I think Anthony Davis was also displaced that first night, but it looks like he's been able to go back in. You know, a lot of a lot of players, like, they live in that Bel Air area where the Getty Fire is, and that's, like, kind of over by UCLA, if anybody knows uh, L.A. geography at all. It's kind of, it's just, it's just right by the 405, and that's where, right. um, that's where a lot of guys live, but um, an equal number live, like, in the South Bay Manhattan Beach area, so they're fine, um, but they, uh, yeah, I think I think for the most part players are okay. But like, you know, the first day when LeBron like tweeted at four in the morning, like, where do we go? And like and and you know, Frank Vogel just like gave the guys the day off. Like he they came in if they wanted to, but like they didn't have practice that day. And it was kind of one of those one of those things where it's like, yeah, like it, it can really humble you. Like na- mother nature can really humble you, right? And pretty much yeah. like anyone. But I I don't feel like it's like a giant issue for any of the current teams because most of the people have been allowed back in. They've been about, you know, the people who had evacuated. I didn't want to dive too deep on that, but that's what I was going to ask you. For the people that are yeah. not the LeBrons of the world, yeah. you know, the G League guys, the support staff, the yeah. schools and so forth, you know, how do they sort of deal with this? And as the NBA sort of put out any, you know, not put out anything, but have any operations changed besides the individual things for those particular teams or is, is business as usual going to go on as far as basketball is concerned, you know, yeah. at this stage with the with the national? Um, I, I think I think for the for the for the basketball teams, like right now, it seems like like what you say of the G League is a good question, um, because they that like you know LeBron James can just find a hotel right, right. in the middle of the night, but like if you're in G League, that's a little bit harder, right? You don't necessarily have all the money in the world at your disposal. Um, but I, I think just based on where I would assume players live, like the, it's the south. They'd be down near LAX in the South Bay, so like everybody's dealing with like smoky air and all that. And like I know up in the Bay Area, I was just there with the Warriors last week, and like they have. Um, they have major issues with like power outages as well. Like even if you're not affected by the fire, like there's power out all over the Bay Area. You know, you talk with Sarah, you're like, I can't see her here. Like people are literally like going to bed at eight o'clock because that's when it gets dark. Wow. <laughs> like the yeah. hours out Old for days. We're talking to Ramona Shelburne, uh, ESPN senior NBA writer on the Dan Levitard show with Stugatz. Neither of those guys are here. It's Sarah Spain, Clinton Yates. Uh, Ramona, 40 and 20. For Anthony Davis, first yeah. guy to do that since Shaq for the Lakers, and he did it in 31 minutes. Tell me what you're seeing so far from this new look Lakers experiment. Okay, so I went to the game last night. It was, like, there's two things I need to stress. Anthony Davis made 26 of 27 free throws. <laughs> okay, <laughs> of those 40 points, 26 of them came at the free throw line, and a lot of it was that. Jaron Jackson Jr. is like a really good player and he will be a good player in this league for a long time, but he has issues with foul trouble early in his career. Um, so he got into foul trouble and then no one on the Grizzlies could do anything with, 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 uh, Anthony Davis. It was just like, you know what? We can't defend him. Let's just foul. <laughs> Put him on the free throw line. And it was like, it was interesting watching because he obviously has a shoulder issue. He's the night he was dragging his shoulder around. He jammed it, I guess, Sunday night. Um, in the win over Charlotte. So they've played like two pretty bad teams back to back and they've looked really good against those bad teams. Um, which is kind of just what the doctor ordered after the opening loss to the Clippers. Um, just get some wins under your belt, build something, find ways of playing, um, where the pressure isn't so much because you're winning. 
Um, but I think what's, 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 what's interesting walking around that Lakers locker room and just having the sense of like Laker teams pass there is like Dwight Howard's locker is right next to Anthony Davis. It's like two lockers down. And Anthony Davis's locker is pretty much right where um, <laughs> like Dwight Howard's locker used to be uh, when he was here the first time around. And it's, it's like weird being in that place because I remember the last time a Laker had a night like that where he had that many free throws. I think Anthony Davis actually broke Dwight Howard's made free throws record mm. for the Lakers. Mm. And it was when Dwight was playing for the Lakers in 2013. And so it's like an interesting parallel with their, with them kind of like side by side in the locker room. And you like feel like, yeah. oh, I've lived this in movie In totally before. different roles, yeah. Um, well, at least for... Yeah. For, uh... I have one last question, which is that if a black yeah. man is willing to insult another black man's hair in public, it means these two very much are getting along. Are AD and LeBron <laughs> looking like they have as much chemistry as they do in front of me? They are highly incentivized to have chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Like, Interesting like you can answer. make chemistry happen. But, like, you know, listen, these two guys both put their reputations in the line to make this happen. And they both put themselves out there to make this happen. And so it's like, it's like I don't want to say it's an arranged marriage because it's a little more than that. But, like, it's, it, it does feel that way. Like, they feel like we got to make this work. Like, if they don't make it work, like, who's LeBron going to go get? Who's he going to get to play with him here in L.A.? Right. And if Anthony Davis yeah. doesn't make it work here... Where does he go next? Well, and Anthony Davis is already correcting LeBron's uh, hair and his headband, so I think that shows a little level of intimacy that at least is a good sign. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the insight, Ramona. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Wishing the best for everybody out in L.A. with those fires. Hopefully they can get them contained, and hopefully everything can get contained with the Lakers. Will it be a great season? So far, so good. A.D., still underrated. I watched him for the Pelicans year after year after year do amazing things, and I think now that the spotlight's on him, people are really going to see what he can do. Wish he was down here with the Heat. Although the Heat, they're having a pretty good season. We'll see tomorrow night when they beat Atlanta again in Atlanta, 7 o'clock. That's going to be a good one. Up next, got a good one for your Hawkman hump. They getting you over the hump with some Hawkman and Crowder, although Hawkman's on vacation. Alex Dono and Channing Crowder going to push you through on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show. It's Dan Day heading your way with some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Did you know on this day in 1974, Muhammad Ali rope doped George Foreman for the title? Oh, what a historic moment in sports and boxing history. Speaking of historic, well, maybe not so much historic. It is a Hockman hump day, and Mark Hockman is off. What is he doing? Well, Alex Dono and Chen Crowder, they think he's just BSing today. Also, is there a higher chance of being hurt if you're on a bad or tanking team? Also, let's reminisce about high school, and we don't want to lose to Adam Gase, plus some headlines. Yes! Oh, it is. It is! Tano and Crowder. Dono hey. in for Hawk today. I like to yell, man. What is Hawk doing today? Nobody ever told me. BSing. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, man. We use all our vacation days on this show. As long as we have Solana here providing the award-winning weather reports. I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. I feel like the last time I was here, a couple weeks ago, I was in for Crowder. I think I got shortchanged on because I hear so much about these Solana weather reports. Kept it very vanilla last time I was here. Like oh, he yeah. really didn't he didn't tell me how many degrees Kelvin it was. Like, what, what direction the winds were coming from that day. Solana, he's calling you out. You got to put some stank on it. You know, that's what I do, Crowder. I put stank on it. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how you say it. I'm not even sure what putting stank on it requires. Put a little stank on I don't it, think I've ever put. I don't think I've ever put a little stank on it. I'll tell you. And I'll break what it means. You got a kid, right? I do have a kid. You put a little stank on it. 
Okay. Ooh. I'll take it. In, yes, a sir. in a couple of minutes, we'll have the code word for your chance to win $1,000. I'm a little bit disappointed that Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting again at quarterback this week, and it's not for the reasons people might think. People might think, oh, the reason I'm disappointed is he gives the Dolphins a better chance to win. I'm, I'm pro-tank. I would want Rosen to start. I wanted Rosen to be announced the starter just so I could see how everyone at ESPN reacted. <laughs> since, <laughs> since Steve Young and company have decided that, oh, you're risking too many injuries. You're putting people's health on the line by quote-unquote tanking. Why does nobody seem to care that every year in college football you'll have Alabama play against like Northeast West Alabama A&M school for the blind mm-hmm. and Alabama will win the game 94 nothing like why don't you seem to be worried about the health of the players from the FCS schools because their school is making 500 grand plus to play these big teams you don't seem to be worried about their health when Miami plays a Bethune Cookman or a Savannah State you're not worried about those kids, but all of a sudden, oh, Steve Young and company, they're all high and mighty, and they're so worried that these Miami Dolphins players, because the roster is paper thin, that these guys are risking injuries. Get out of here with this nonsense. <laughs> because that's, they have to say something about it, man. I guess so. They have to be concerned with it. I heard that narrative, too. It's the dumbest thing in the world. Oh, they can't do it. What about the teams that are honestly worse than the Dolphins? Like, the Jets are bad. And I, the Jets are trying to be good. I have the Jets. The Dolphins are probably going to win. If I have to pick money, because we do, we do, Donna. Yeah, I know you're not a big gambler. We gamble on this show. I know you do. Can I'm I gonna, get in on that action? Yeah, I'm going to pick the Dolphins to beat the Jets. The Jets are bad. Cincinnati has the same record or worse because the Dolphins had an early bye. Yeah, well, so, yeah Cincinnati. Yeah, they got. They have. I think they're 0 and 8, and the Dolphins are 0 and 7. 0 and 7. So Ooh. are they saying Cincinnati's putting guys? Are they saying the Browns for the last three years before this season put guys? Careers at jeopardy? No, they're just a bad team, so they're tanking. The guys, the guys are going out there. Even on the touchdown, everybody's criticizing right now. The 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 blitz eight and yeah, all the right. and the, the nation's talking about. This I know, call. the way that I look at it, when when you're winless and you're that bad, you might as well try something in blitz eight. I, yeah, I didn't see it the were, same way. There were three guys covering three guys. Yeah. Like was Xavier Howard or Lamonds who got destroyed on that play. That was yeah. ridiculous, man. You were on your back. Oh wait, man, if you got grass on your back after a game, I'm worried about. How the hell did you get on your back during a football game? But yes, they, they're guys out there covering. They're just not as good as the other guys. I don't think it's a. I do. I 100% believe there is not a higher chance of getting hurt on a bad team than there is on a good team. I really believe – I was on a 1-15 team. I felt no more risk on the field <laughs> in the 07 you, years. You didn't feel less safe? Then I did 1-15 <laughs> in 07, 11-5 in 08. I didn't feel any more in, any more safe in 08 than I did 07. That, that narrative, I think, honestly, in my mind, is just a lazy thing to say because people really don't want to say, yeah – they just didn't put a great team together. That's how they did it. They, I don't know why people fear to just say that. LeMond, and these guys would be great. That's why we went through with Tannehill, too, Dono. Yeah. They're great human beings. I sure. love The best human beings I've ever known have been terrible NFL players. Really? Oh, no. Donnie Spragan. Remember him? He was awful. I do remember oh, him. Oh, my goodness. He was not a great football player. I but, tell he was, Donnie but he was a, a nice guy. Bro, he had double degrees from Stanford, bio, <laughs> biomechanical engineering from Stanford, married, took care of it. Like, he was a great human. Wow. He just wasn't good at football. So, LeMond's. Um, Nate Webster, these guys, they're not supposed to be covering Juju Smith-Schuster. Nate Webster should be not covering McLaurin from the Washington Redskins. They should not be covering those humans because they're inferior human beings physically to those guys. People don't want to say that. I don't know why. So they want to say, oh, they're putting the guys at risk. No, no, it is, that, that narrative is 100% BS. I, Norris, to get into my high school, you had to pass a science and a math test to get into the Magnet School of North Springs. It was performing arts and math and science. 
Uh, Usher Raymond went there. Really? Yeah, man. Um, what did he get on his SATs? I don't know. That he's a little bit older than me. Oh. Raven Simone is two years older than me. I shot at her at a party, and she turned me down. Really? Yeah, I tried to shoot at Raven. She was bad, bad back in the yeah. day. Yeah, man. I went to a, yeah, man. Twelve eight. You can go to hell, Solana. What'd you get, Solana, on the SATs? Uh, you know. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Worse you. than me. You know, guaranteed. How many times did you take it, Crowder? Because you got the 1280. Was that first shot? First shot, baby. Yeah, I got I got my 1200 first shot. I, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to go back. Yeah, if you can win, you can yeah, win. Yeah. You need to see 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 how it goes and see the timing and see that. Answer the questions right, son. <laughs> I did run out of time. I was a very slight. I probably would have gotten a, a 1280 if I had an extra half hour. I did run man, out of you time. You read slow, man. I, I do. I've always read slow. <laughs> I'm a double checker. I double and triple check what I read. My comprehension is very poor. I have to go back a couple of times. But, you know, going back, you, you talked about Dolphins-Jets this weekend, and I'm with you. I'm, I'm expecting the Dolphins to win this game. I'm actually hoping the Dolphins win this game because my feelings on how this team is clearly organizationally, it's not Flores and the players, but organizationally, they're tanking. And so many Dolphin fans are saying, well, if you're going to be tanking, then you've got to go 0-16. You've got to tank properly. Crowder, I don't want to lose to Adam Gase. No. I just I, I don't want to lose to Adam Gase <laughs> knowing that, you know, it, it, I go back to what Stephen Ross said back in January after he fired Adam Gase. Well, why is Adam Gase no longer the coach of this team, Mr. Ross? Well, Adam Gase wanted to win now. And then Adam Gates goes to the Jets. You have uh, you know, flip-flopper Manish Mehta from the New York Daily News, yeah. who's as soon as Adam Gates gets hired, oh, this was inspired. What a great hire. This guy's an offensive genius. He's going to know how to get the most out of Sam Darnold. And now the same Manish Mehta is writing about how it's an embarrassment to football, what Adam Gates and the Jets are doing. I want the Dolphins to beat that team. Let's go to Solana for headlines. Speaking of that Manish Mehta, who uh, has clearly found out what we already knew about Adam Gase. We tried to warn him. <laughs> we Remember did. we had him on. He, he'll be joining us tomorrow. Oh! Yeah. When he was writing all them praising articles, we had him on and kind of tried to like, talk like Manish, man. We dealt with this for three years. You know what you're getting into? No, 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 no. They're in. We're in. He swung so fast. What has it been? Two months? Yeah. Boy, he swung fast. Yeah. I want to be here for that. You got to see if Hawk can take one more day off. I want to <laughs> oh, be here for Manish. Oh, we, we, on. we ain't wasting up no vacation days on Hawk and Crowder now. We're going to utilize our three yeah. Oh, my God. So, Manish Mehta is going to be on the Hawk and Crowder show tomorrow. I love 4 that. 4.15 p.m. tomorrow. The big news of today, Jaron Williams will start for Miami under center versus FSU this Saturday. That comes from head coach Manny Diaz. You and the, like, co the cozy like hive is going to have to do it. No, I love it because, uh, okay, listen, I know that he had uh, a bad quarter against Virginia Tech. But, you know, he, he came on and, and won that game uh, this past weekend. And Nikosi, or Jaron Williams, I should say, before he got hurt in the first place, was completing 70% of his mm -hmm. passes. And listen, Nikosi Perry, I, I, like his, I like how he's a gamer. I like how he can scramble a little bit, make some plays with his feet. But he's not an accurate passer, Crowder. Like, he's just... He has a lower ceiling than Jaron Williams. I think Jaron Williams is the better quarterback right now. And I know people were making the argument that, well, maybe Nikosi's better for this team because he's a little bit better with a bad offensive line. I still think people are overreacting to the three-pick start against Virginia Tech. I, and also, for Manny Diaz and that coaching staff, you want to show some level of consistency that if Jaron Williams did enough to win that job in the first place, and after saying for weeks 
that Jaron is our guy, and when he's healthy again, he's our quarterback. Stick to that. I don't want him playing Randy Shannon-style musical quarterbacks the way Shannon did with with Robert Marv and, and Ja'Cory Harris. I just don't want that nonsense at my program. If Jaron Williams is healthy, and clearly Jaron Williams, I know he had an issue skipping practice last week, week for whatever reason, but Jaron Williams clearly is healthy enough to start now. Let him start, be consistent, and please beat Florida State. But even in the uh, Central Michigan game, they scored 17 points. Jaron didn't look great. No, he didn't. He, he didn't. He was back there. He was waiting around. And then you go to VTech, he gets benched for Nikosi, who makes the comeback. And then Nikosi comes out and beat Virginia. And now you're throwing him back in? I'm, I'm throwing I, him back in. After you after, after the Florida game and after a couple games going to the sea, North Carolina, even with the losses, I was like, Jaron's my probably the best quarterback in the state. Jaron's yeah. a, a talented quarterback. But Nikosi's the hot hand right now. Is he, though? He re- I mean, no, but, no. Hold on. but Jaron's the one who came on he and scored the game-winning drive against Pittsburgh. No, Jaron beat Pittsburgh. <laughs> Jaron and K.J. Osborne beat Pittsburgh. <laughs> Nikosi was losing to Pittsburgh. Nah, Nikosi, Nikosi got pulled from that Pittsburgh yes, game. Yes, thank Jaren, you. Jaron beat Pittsburgh. Won the game. So in the VTech game, Jaron plays bad. You put Nikosi in and lose, but he comes back. He scored 28, what, 35 points. And then his hot set of dice cooled off after So that. now you're in Pittsburgh game, and now you put Jaron in to win it. You're, yeah. you're okay with the just, okay, let's see what happens no, back and forth every game. I think we talked about that, right? Even with the Dolphins, like, just ride the hot hand. If if Ryan Fitzpatrick comes out in the first two quarters against the Jets, and, and he's a dud, right? Like, three of 16, can't move the ball, two picks, and you put in uh, Josh Rosen, and he plays well. Then you probably keep riding Josh Rosen until he plays bad, and you you like that. That's what Manny Diaz is forced to do right now. That 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 is a unsuccessful game plan, fellas. So so you don't, and I know that that's you're, an unsuccessful. I know game I know plan. you're a Gator, so you're you may be you know speaking in terms of no. wanting Miami not to do well. No, I'm not speaking. On that. Florida switches up quarterbacks, uh-huh. but Florida switches up quarterbacks with packages. Trask is slow right. as hell, so they sit him in the pocket. You put Emory in, and you run the options. You run the Wildcat stuff. As soon as you want to throw again, you put Trask in. Well, it looks like. D- DJ Dallas but, is going to be back this week. He can run the Wildcats. That's what I'm saying. But the hot hand thing. I'm just not. I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not comfortable with the hot hand. I'm it's not wor- comfortable with the hot hand thing to, either. It's no, but, but for the y'all. thing is, like, this is not a hot hand conversation. Jaron Williams is the starting quarterback at the University of Miami. He wasn't starting because he wasn't healthy. He's healthy now. He did come on late and and help Miami beat Pittsburgh. I think you go back to Jaron, and that's the end of the conversation. You got to do no weather or nothing. Nah, no weather. By the way, the Florida Panthers do play tonight versus Colorado. That's at 10 p.m. And uh, Nick Saban said quarterback Tua Tagovailoa will be a, quote, game-time decision when uh, Alabama hosts LSU. That's a 1-2 and matchup on November 9th. Put him in the game. Put him in. Got to play. That is going to about do it for the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. You are officially over the hump on this Hawkman Hump Day. If you want to replay anything, go to that radio.com app. There is a rewind button. You can also download podcasts wherever you get your podcasts for absolutely free. You can also go to our website, wqam.com. I am going to go home. I'm going to drink some cheap beer. I'm going to eat some Minez sandwiches. That's what I call them originally from New Orleans. Straight up, just Minez and bread. Put them together, eat them. I am going to watch the soccer match. And yes, I'm talking about MLS. I'm excited about Inter Miami. They're starting. In March, but in the meantime, got a big playoff game between Atlanta United and Toronto FC. I'm pulling for Atlanta United like Joseph Martinez and those guys. Not going to get too deep into that. So cheap beer, cheap food, minus sandwiches, soccer for free on my computer. Hopefully, I will be alive tomorrow to rock with you at 6 o'clock where we run back some of the best audio on this radio station with the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.